Welcome everyone to another player interview. This one we've got a really, really special guest today. And again, I've said this a couple times ago before, it's been too long. This one should have happened, I feel like earlier, but we just couldn't connect. And it's the one and only Where's Lee. How are you doing today, Where's Lee? Thank you guys. I, I mean, I'm not sure why you think it should have happened earlier. I only joined Interarms a couple weeks ago, is it? Has it been three seasons? Right, right. <laughs> he is one of the one of the originals. I don't believe like you weren't an original, correct? You were second round. I was a uh, day one. You were day one. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, no, sorry. I missed. I missed the um, the launch day of the like first season, but that was just because I was busy. I was active on the server. Um, oh, yeah, but yeah, pretty much since the server opened, <laughs> since I think. The, since it opened, I, I apologize for some yeah. reason. I thought you were like, like uh, um, phase two with Josh, but no, you're. I apologize. You are. No, I still got correct. the um, the message from Troj saying a couple of people are interested in starting a server and all of that stuff. I'm <laughs> <laughs> <And> that old. <laughs> <laughs> on on Facebook, right? Not even on Discord or anything, right? That was. No, nah, I hate Facebook. It was Twitter. Oh, it was Twitter. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yep. I recruited you on there. Okay. Okay. Very cool. Well, other than being a, one of the OG members, you want to tell us a little bit more about yourself? Absolutely. So first off, name's not Lee, but it's a bit too far gone now. So, you know, everyone can just call me Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Always, Lee, whatever, you know, whatever floats your goat. Uh, I see the the one thing that you did have on the questions was pronouns. My pronoun is gamer. Fair. Um, yep. Been an absolute gamer since as long as I can remember. Mm. Like, uh, I mean, I think I played... I'm trying to think what the first game I played that I can like actively remember playing for a long time was. I think it was like one of the original Pokemon games. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, been I've been gaming, Kigas. Um, Same. I mean, we just what was that a couple months ago where you were playing good old Age of Empires? Like, come on! Oh yeah, that was fantastic yeah. to see that in action and the. Uh, that that was actually also one of like the very early games that I played. I think it, it's the mm-hmm. the Star Wars mod of the mm-hmm. um, or reskin of the Age of Empires, like original Age of Empires. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's called Star Wars Galactic Battlegrounds. That's the actual one. That's the that's the yeah. actual game, not the Age of Empires reskin. But yeah. Oh. Uh, uh yeah that one <laughs> um <laughs> been playing that one i remember like going to my friend's house when we were really young still and mm-hmm. we would take it in turns because it was like we only had one computer so each each of us got to play like 10 minutes and then you had to deal with the guy to, before you's terrible decisions <laughs> <laughs> so so <laughs> like uh, yeah i think that was also one of the earliest games i played nice see i was i grew up with a bunch of nerds around me so we all had computers and we'd big lug <laughs> our big computers i mean these things weren't small plus our big monitors to each other's houses and then hook up a <laughs> little network and play a land party like a land party <laughs> <laughs> i mean like i probably would have done that but 
you have to remember I'm from South Africa, so we only like technology is is quite far behind you guys you know <laughs> well i mean it's it's probably similar now but at that stage oh, yeah <laughs> yeah if i if memory serves i think the uh there was a survey done way back in that time period or actually like even probably 20 years after that and it was like uh you know what size monitors people had blah 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 and like it ended the survey with and the only computer would be in the united states like, <laughs> like if you scaled everything down, like that's how it, it was. It was yeah. like, oh, okay. <laughs> I think we only got access to Snake on the Nokia 3310 a couple, a couple like decades ago. Oh, was, that was like 2015, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were playing different games. What, uh, what's, what about Minecraft? Like what type of Minecrafter are you? So I picked up. Um, Minecraft. I was in. Um, I, I I studied IT through to. Uh, I don't know what the terms are in overseas, but like the last year of high school is called matric year. Hmm. Um, I think you, I finished that when I was eighteen. That's sort of the average age here, hmm. um, and I think I picked it up sort of. So I studied IT through to then and uh, picked Minecraft up about 10, oh, sorry, two years before I finished school, I think. So it would have been about 2010, maybe 2011. I don't know actually when Minecraft came out, but one of the guys in my IT class, he just randomly was playing it next to me while we were meant to be doing work. And I was like, oh, that looks... Well, I was actually like, well, the graphics on that game suck. Yep. <laughs> and then I was like, geez, that's actually, that actually looks quite fun. Cause they were, he was playing with a, one of his friends next to him on like a LAN that he'd set up or like a random server. And I joined in and I've been playing it ever since then. And like it's in the past, it's always been, you know, start a world build some cool stuff or actually, you know, start a world because I've had an idea to build some cool stuff. And then when I've built the cool stuff, forget about it and (laughs) never play it again until I get another cool idea to build some new stuff and then restart a world. Um, until Troj contacted me about the joining Interrealms. And I think since then I've never well, these past three seasons, I haven't really had, you know, an, a Minecraft identity, if you could call it that, like a redstone or mm-hmm. a builder or whatever. Uh, I like to try and do a bit of both. I definitely don't think I'm much of a builder, like people like Jurassic or whoever on our server. Um, but I think this season is challenging me a bit to to do that. I'm sort of in charge of the aesthetics of the cave and that's something that I've never really paid attention to in the past I mean it it kind of started with Drac just coming up to me and saying you're pretty good at um, terraforming can you terraform by this entrance I was like what I've never done that in my life (laughs) (laughs) so so I kind of had to (laughs) Um, but yeah I think I think this season is definitely helping with my you know, making builds look a bit prettier. 
but I like to think in the past I've generally been quite good with building farms. Mm. Um, yeah, I think that's, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> to answer your question, I don't really have a Minecrafter type, I guess. Um, well, I mean, I, I could still looking for it. You can make the, <laughs> the argument you're a farm builder, like you're saying, or a gatherer. Yeah. I think that's like what uh, Reimagine said, or even Naku or myself, we like to gather the supplies and make it so everybody else can do their pretty, pretty buildings. And I can yeah. sit there and go, I helped. <laughs> <laughs> well, in my last video, I was like doing a cave tour and I was like, there's a build by Drac and there's a build by Drac. Yep. And then this one over here is a build by Drac. And I, I'm, I swear I'm doing stuff, guys. <laughs> 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 like I got halfway through the video, I was like, Geez, I need to start showing off some of the stuff that I've done. <laughs> Didn't you do those uh, uh, mushrooms, though? But that was all you, wasn't it? Yeah. So I yeah, mean, yeah. like, I've I've done like the forge build and the yeah. like adding crystals and mm -hmm. the mushrooms and slime farm and those sort of things. But on the path that I chose to walk through the cave, it was pretty much just tracked stuff. <laughs> I, I understand that one. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like I said, I, I'm the, I'm the, I don't know if you ever guys ever have the, the shake and bake commercials over there where I ever even know what shake and bake is, but there's a commercial over here back in the day where the little kid would go, mom made shake and bake and I helped. And that's what I feel like in, in Cliff's plan. <laughs> Jurassic's made that, Cubsy made that, Elaney made that, but I helped with all of them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the only shake and bake thing I know is from um, Teledega Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> it was you gotta shake it before you bake it. Yeah, about that. <laughs> it was this, it's, I think it still is this product where it's basically breadcrumbs that you buy with seasoning and then you just put your oh, chicken and you, you do an egg wash on chicken stuff. yeah oh, and okay. just shake it in the bag and then you cook you uh, bake it that's it we that's like something we desperately need here in south africa we probably have it <laughs> it's just not at like our mainstream stores um but like i i've always been a fisherman and mm -hmm. i kind of learned to um cook fish from a pretty young age so I try to generally make it healthy, like just, you know, grill it without any batter. But, you know, every now and again, you want some thick batter on, mm -hmm. <laughs> on the fish. And uh, you end up, oh, especially in South Africa, you end up having to make your own batter. And then it, it, sometimes it's good. Sometimes it absolutely flops. And <laughs> yeah, if we had like a nice breading thing that you was quite reliable, that would that would be quite a hit here in South Africa, I think. I need to look into bringing that over from America. There you go. <laughs> Beyond to a business idea. I'm, yeah, I'm hearing business opportunities for you, Lee. I think that's great. Can yeah? Can we add like a disclaimer to the start of the, or a warning to tell Cubs? I mean, <laughs> Sween part to to not listen to to this part of the definitely the podcast. Definitely, definitely. Just in case he steals it, you know. <laughs> well. Speaking of sweet pies, this is a great segue. I couldn't have written it better myself. Thanks, Wesley. Uh, uh, so speaking of sweet pie, he has actually asked a question of, of everybody. And guys, if you want to ask questions of amazing Interrealmers, you can go to our website, interrealmssmp.com. Go in the upper right-hand corner, click on Connect, and click on Feedback, and submit your feedback to us. We would love to hear if you've got any questions for these people. But 
The first question that I have from someone who is not this guy on the other end of the microphone is what type of, uh, outside of Minecraft and YouTube, what type of hobbies do you have? You mentioned fishing. Is there anything else that you'd want to do? Yes, uh, I've, I've pretty much been fishing my whole life. My dad kind of got me into fishing with my brother and I've done like all types of fishing. I actually haven't been fishing in quite a while. Oh, I went, okay. the last time I went fishing was sort of, June and it was we went up to um like a mountainous area here in South Africa and we did some fly fishing and it was like so good that I just know any fishing after that is going to be a bit of a disappointment so I haven't really had the motivation um <laughs> but, but I, I definitely need to go it's it's it has been winter here, so yeah. not great. And we kind of going back into summer now, so I, I will get started again. But other than that, I've, I've played sports most of my life, sort of up until, uh, started working. Um, like all sports that you can play in South Africa, pretty much. I like watching sports on TV and I like watching fishing on TV. Nice. <laughs> I swear it's not just the two things, Kigas. That's okay. You know? <laughs> That's okay. I don't have much. It's all good. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, um, I mean, I guess at the moment, like a new hobby would be dealing with my new puppy. Yes. Who's <laughs> like just an absolute gem, but lately he hasn't been the happiest of boys. Oh no. <laughs> we had to, we had to get his nuts chopped off. Oh, I don't know if fair. I can say that on podcast. Sorry. You can, you can say whatever you want. It's, it's, it's all. <laughs> yep. He, he's been in a cone for the last two weeks mm-hmm. and he's, yeah, he's not, he's not loving it. Do you guys do tattooing over there when they get spayed or neutered? Do you know? No. Okay. What is that? Yeah. So uh, at least it's a more recent thing in America, but especially when you spay a female uh, animal, cat, dog, they're putting tattoos near the where they would do the incision. So then that way, when uh. another doctor comes along and they're like, "Well, you can't. T- you can tell on a boy on a boy if they've been neutered, mm. <laughs> but you can't tell on a, on a female if they've been spayed." So they they're putting tattoos near the incision mark, so that way they can be like, "Oh." This dog, oh. this dog or cat is already fixed. We don't have to do anything. Just ingenious. Hmm. I mean, if not, you'd have yeah. to do major surgery. You yeah, know? I guess that's a pretty, pretty good idea. Yeah. Can they make it like a, a really cool looking tattoo, like a tribal, you know, like one of those <laughs> tribal armband things or something? <laughs> it's not usually that complicated. I've seen a couple of symbols that maybe doctors have done, but sometimes like uh, my female dog just missed it on the cutoff. But I think um, our our male dog has got like a little green tattoo. Okay. Yeah, it's just like a stripe. So it's like you can like move his fur around and go, oh yeah, there's there's the tattoo. Or maybe you could get like a barcode tattooed of the worming <laughs> medicine that you of defleeing medicine because I always forget which one we give him. <laughs> and then you just like hold him up at the counter and like beep. Oh, I need that, that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Actually it might be interesting if they could combine that with like a they should like they should do like a QR code so then you could tattoo that and then it like has your address and the name of the dog and all yeah, that true. stuff. Well, uh, we do microchipping here. Yeah, I don't know if you yeah, we do. do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But a lot of us don't afford to keep up that service, so they're microchipped. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but he's he's actually got his stitches taken out today. Oh. I took him off to work, and he is a much happier boy. 
we went for a little walk around where I live, and he's absolutely pooped at the moment, just sleeping on the cold tiled floor. <laughs> that, that is amazing. That is amazing. And guys, if you want to see pictures of this little pup, I would highly recommend going to Twitter. And I'm going to let Where's Lee give you his Twitter handle because I don't remember it off the top of my head. But you should definitely follow him on Twitter. It is Wesley with YT on the end of it. Perfect. See? I think there's some pics on there. I'll, yeah. I'll upload one straight after this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so there should there should definitely be a fairly recent one. Oh yeah, there's, yeah, I think there's that's there. yeah, I think that's about it for my main hobbies. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I think of something else, I'll, I'll definitely bring it up. Yeah, again. no problem, no problem. I do like watching. So my wife likes watching series and stuff on TV. So mm-hmm. I do occasionally join her. Well, most of the time I join her, and I guess that's kind of a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> Spending time with a spouse is definitely a hobby. Okay, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I meant the, yeah, you I meant the watching, watching of stuff, Giggers. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, if you're listening, don't listen to that part. <laughs> well, boomerang question. What are your hobbies, Giggers? What are I mean, my you hobbies? You probably answered it on a podcast. I, no, I have not, actually, because Sweet Pie didn't ask that yeah. question until after my interview. So yeah. I can, if you want, I can go into mine. Um, let's see. I like to frisbee golf. I'm terrible at regular frisbee golf. Oh, that's, that's, that seems epic. <laughs> I always wondered like, if there's a course near me, but probably not. It is pretty fun. It is pretty fun. I, I have a slight injury right now that's causing me not to be able to in- frisbee golf for like a year now, which really stinks. But I'm guessing it's a shoulder injury. Yeah, I got a shoulder injury. One day. One day. I'm hoping my Christmas present my body will give me is to be able to move my shoulder again. So I'm hoping. <laughs> and then I do chainmail work. So I do uh, bracelets and figurines. And I do have uh, a bracer and a chainmail vest and some scale mail stuff. Um, that you make yourself? Yeah. That is sick. Absolutely. I've got a... I've got one you might actually appreciate. You have like a little forge. I wish. I really wish. <laughs> um, I've got one in front of me or, that you might actually appreciate. It's a it's a little bomb with a red F on it, so it's an F bomb. <laughs> nice. And it's stuffed with uh, stuffing, so you can actually throw it at somebody. It, I mean, it's still aluminum, so you probably don't want to throw it too hard. But, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, what the hell? Yep, well, exactly. the inside's soft. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then it's sort of hobby, sort of part-time job. I work on websites. So I've got like the Interrealms website, which is an unpaid gig, but it's fun. And I got a couple (laughs) others that I manage. And then I also play role-playing games as I'm looking at my D20 right in front of me. So there you go. Is the D20 sitting on any board at the moment? No. With some other people sitting around it and you're just awkwardly conducting a podcast interview while they're waiting for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's exactly what's happening. I'm sitting here with with 17 other people and they're just watching the the bars on Audacity. Guys. (laughs) (laughs) Shh, quiet down, quiet down. I don't care what you guys are doing. (laughs) So, yeah, those are a couple of my hobbies there. Pretty much. Yeah, so you mentioned you have an injury now. Yeah. Now that, you know, most of us on the server are not of functioning body age or fully <laughs> functioning body age, uh-huh. which, I mean, was ages ago for me. Um, and I'm older than you. Are there any, like, intense injuries that you've had over the years that you're comfortable with oh, sure. sharing? Or? Sure. If, if 
people don't get too squeamish about this. Um, <laughs> so for me, it was a uh, my one my okay. So one of my friends, he didn't graduate high school because of really really stupid reasons, um, but he got his equivalency. We call it a GED over here. Um, gotcha. And he, we were celebrating that, so we were at a park and we were uh, playing volleyball. And well, me and this other guy dove for the ball. Not not my friend that graduated, just another person that was there. Um, dove for the ball. His knee went towards me. My knee didn't move, and uh, landed mm. on the ground. And apparently, and I found this out from from Doylen, which who by the way is is a friend of mine. Um, but he, I just found out a couple of years ago, which by which is like twenty years later. He goes, "Yeah, your kneecap wasn't just on the side; it was behind your knee. It was on the uh, other side of your knee." I'm guessing you passed out. I did not pass out. I have never, that was the first time I've ever experienced pain where I wanted to throw up. So that was like one of those times I'm like, I'd always heard of that and never believed anybody. Um, and then the fun part was... Well, I mean, I, I figured like if if someone else told you your kneecap wasn't on the front, <laughs> you must have been lying there. I couldn't move. Close, close to death. No, I, I couldn't quite move. They flipped me over, and fortunately, I, I think one of them kind of guided the kneecap back in place as they rolled me over, which was good. They kind of, I hobbled over on one foot with someone's aid, because I think the guy that did it was felt really, really bad. Um, he yeah. kind of hobbled me over to a bench, and I kind of laid down for a bit, because like I said, I really did want to, I was really nauseated. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, didn't have any insurance at the time. I know that's a foreign concept to everyone else in the, the known world, but um, no insurance means uh, I never got it checked out. Um, never, didn't even call an ambulance or anything oh, like I probably damn. should have. Actually, I had to drive myself home after that. Um, oh, no. And I had a, it was my left knee and I had a manual transmission car. So that's the one you got to push the clutch into. Uh. <laughs> uh-huh. That was really fun. I think I drove... My, my, my truck could easily slip between first and second gear without me touching the, the clutch, so I just kind of went into second, and I just took the <laughs> slowest way home via my girlfriend at the time's house, like, weaving around and being like, yep, this is going to take a little longer, but I, I, can't get, <laughs> I can't get up to highway speed, so congratulations. And she, of course, couldn't drive it. So, <laughs> so that, that's, my, that's my injury story. My my shoulder injury is less impressive. It's just something called frozen shoulder. It just happens to people. <laughs> How about you? What about you? No major injuries. I've dislocated both my shoulders. Oof. Um, playing well, I dislocated the one playing sport, mm-hmm. playing cricket, which is I guess like mm-hmm. a similar version to baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I was at the doctor getting it relocated they asked me if i had dislocated my other shoulder because it looked worse than (laughs) than the one that was dislocated (laughs) and i was like um no not that i'm aware of (laughs) so so that one was like randomly dislocated at some other time apparently but then i i dislocated that one at a later stage as well um and then also playing crickets I was in the position where you basically catch the ball a lot in during the game and mm-hmm. broke every one of my fingers, <gasps> not all at the same time, right. but like multiple times throughout 
throughout your career playing cricket nice. yep <laughs> um nice. only only i think like only one of them is skew because i used to like just like break it and then and it would always be at the start of the game so then i have to go through the rest of the game <laughs> with the broken finger but i'd like i'd like run off the field and then i'd put it back in position and then go back and carry on um and the one uh i did that and then i got home and i was getting out of my parents car and i bumped it getting out and it went skew again and it was too swollen to oh, <laughs> to no. line it up straight so so that one's a bit skew now not terribly but <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then bad back which i think is genetic and <laughs> Um, an elbow injury here or there, <laughs> but nothing too too major. Nothing too major. Two dislocated shoulders, <laughs> broke broken every finger in my both hands. It's fine. It's fine. I'm good. The broken nothing, I mean, nothing that game. I had to go for like surgery for. Right. You know? <laughs> right. Broken fingers helps my gaming. I don't know about you, but you know, <laughs> I can reach that button that you guys can't. Exactly. That skewed finger, man, just helps. <laughs> <laughs> hey on your streams you're doing those push-ups man that's good yeah i've i've, I've apparently kept my ability to do push-ups <laughs> <laughs> but geez sometimes they're tough like when i stream after not doing it for a while mm-hmm. and then i just get absolutely smashed with like a 70 except <laughs> people redeem 70 in a row and i'm like geez guys i need a break <laughs> i'm only one man so there's a there's a sports team over here you might appreciate that with american football i don't know if you've watched any but like the store the scores go in like six sevens or threes like that's how the scoring yeah. goes and similar to rugby here yeah so the um but the mascot will do a push-up for every point after they get a new score. So, like, the first touchdown of seven, he does seven push-ups. If they score a field goal, which is three, he'll do ten (laughs) (laughs) push-ups. Et cetera, et cetera. Now, the only... What record did they break? (laughs) (laughs) The the only cheaty thing is that there there might be a couple. They they swap out. (laughs) Oh, right, Because right. after you do, like, the score is 28 to 14. First person might have done, yeah. you know, a lot of push-ups. Yeah. I don't want to do the math. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, they did. They, they, At least 28. Yeah. And they hoist, they hoist him up on a board. Like, the cheerleaders hoist him up on a board, and he's doing push-ups oh, wow. in the air. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Jeez. So he has to balance himself with the... With, on the board as well. <laughs> well, I'm not doing that, guys. No. Speaking of uh, your streams, there there's another feature of your streams that especially some of the, the, the ladies are interested in, and they're wondering, you know, this, this is a question from the fans, by the way. When are you starting an only news page? Um, as soon as the website exists. Okay. At, like the moment it exists, or the moment someone says, hey, there's a website. I'm there. So what I'm hearing was we need to create... And I mean, don't expect free content, you know. It's all going to be pay- pay-per-view. Oh. Okay, guys. So what we'll do is we'll, we'll put up a Patreon wall just for Where's Lee. And you can subscribe to Patreon and, and we'll get you get you the Where's access to only knees. It'll be, you know, interrealms.com <laughs> slash only knees. How's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> no, it has to be a... 
Oh. Domain itself. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. Started by an external company. <laughs> I'm going to be so bummed if after this, um, after this interview, I go Google only means and it exists. <laughs> Kegas, I can hear your keyboard. Yes, you can. <laughs> oh, it's for sale. It's for sale. Yep. We can buy it right now. <laughs> I'm going to buy it and delete it. <laughs> there, there, there's my profit margin I'm going to buy it and make Wesley pay me a, a monthly fee to <laughs> there's only so many suggestive pictures of my knees that I can think up well you know we've got on uh, on some interesting talks but let's I, th- I think our, our fans kind of want to talk or hear a little bit more about Wesley the player so like the, the minecrafter so out of True. curiosity is there a Minecraft YouTuber or or a different type of player that you might draw some inspiration from? So I'll skip ahead to the next question on the list, Kigas, if I may. But the the reason I started YouTube mm-hmm. was because I have always sort of... Um, the, the only game I really started watching when I was into my gaming on YouTube was a guy called Mr. Fruit. Um, he's a variety streamer. He does occasionally play... Minecraft, not very often. You know, he's a similar age to me. He mm. seems to have similar interests and stuff. And I was like, you know, why, why can someone like that do YouTube and I can't? So <laughs> it seems like something that I want to, that I, I've always wanted to do. So I thought, you know, let me give it a shot. And that's the reason I started it. Um, and while watching some of his Minecraft videos, I also came across the, well, the first, I think mainstream Minecraft YouTuber that I came across was Etho. Um, mm. And it was probably because of looking up Redstone tutorials or something mm-hmm. back in the day when there weren't like other channels who are solely <laughs> Redstone tutorials. Um, and then I got into his Let's Play series, which is like on episode a million by now. <laughs> um, and... I like the build. I think I even started a new world, as I mentioned earlier, to do a cave world <laughs> inspired by his his world. And uh, yeah, so those I think are the probably the two most well, Mister Fruit as far as starting a YouTube goes, and then Ether as far as Minecraft inspiration goes. Nice. So, how long have you been doing YouTube? I guess. Uh, I think it was. <sighs> Uh, I don't have these figures on on hand, but I think it was like the end of 2019. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. It might have been end of 2018. Okay. Somewhere around there. But it's been about three years, I'd I'd say. I'd say you're coming up on four years, possibly, depending on your time. Yeah. I think at the end of this year, it's probably four years. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So I'll have to check that. That sounds way too long. <laughs> I feel like it's three. Okay. I feel like this end of this year is possibly three. Okay. Well, if you could go... Wait, wait. I can probably tell you. Okay. I think Tim Tim, one of the other games on my channel, which is doing really well at the moment. Nice. Not to plug it, but... Um, go ahead. Like, it, it just released as 1.0 recently, like <gasps> a couple of weeks ago. Oh. Okay. And I was like, whoa, why is my channel doing so well? <laughs> and it was all the old videos that I had done, like... Like at the start of 2020. Mm-hmm. So 
I think I would have started my channel end of 2019, November 2019, and then 2021. Yeah, coming up on three years, I think. Very nice. Very nice. Well, if you could go back to that, that Where's Lee of yesteryear and tell him to do something different with his YouTube channel, is there anything you tell him? Uh, probably focus on one thing. Mm -hmm. I was doing Let's Plays of like Red Dead um, while I was doing Temtem, while I was doing Destiny videos. I was doing like two, sometimes three videos a week. Um, mm -hmm. And it did grow, but it was generally, well, my channel did grow, but it was generally with like a one-off random video that would go slightly I'm not going to call it viral, but, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, relative to the size, it was viral. Mm -hmm. um, and that would generate a lot of growth. And then those people wouldn't come back and watch the other stuff because it was that just the, the interest was just in that video. Um, but I think if I had stuck to, you know, maybe diversified until I found that viral video and then continued in that avenue... I would probably say do that. Okay. Um, like Temtem was, gen I think, probably the first avenue that I could have explored like that. But then it died off because it was still in early access. And I think if I had continued to do videos on a game like Temtem, it probably, my channel would have been a lot bigger now with a, a following that is watching my videos rather than randomly hooking people because you make a video that goes viral mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and play Minecraft stuff, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have to say that, right? You don't have to say it. You don't have to, you're not <laughs> I'm joking. Twist your arm on anything. Or Come on. <laughs> oh, You've been around for, gosh, three, three seasons <clears throat> on Inner Realms, man. And uh, I know we talked a little bit about you. You got a message on Twitter, but kind of what was your, your journey to Interrealms? Was it just Troj just randomly said, hey, come join us? Or is there more of a story to that? So I think back then, like I tried to avoid, you know, support. If I'll support you, if you support me type of stuff, mm -hmm. um, which I think a lot of small channels, it's it's very tempting and to some extent you everyone kind of does it you know you start watching a person's video and they start watching yours and then you're more likely to watch theirs um hoping that they will you know <laughs> return the support i guess um and i think trojan and i were doing something similar to that if i remember correctly he can correct me if i'm wrong but um i started watching a couple of the genius mm -hmm. gaming videos and he was watching I don't believe I was uploading Minecraft. I think I was, I think it was around the time I did a, a playthrough of um, Minecraft Dungeons. Is that the game? Oh, yep, yep. Yeah, I think he realized, okay, this guy plays Minecraft. <laughs> and then he, he contacted me. He's like, hey, look, we, we're doing, thinking of starting a server. And he even like threw out the, what would you prefer, Bedrock or Java? Um, mm -hmm. And... And then we went from there and I think I joined a Discord or Facebook group and all the discussions happened and they scheduled a start date, which 
the majority couldn't could attend, but I couldn't. I can't remember why. Okay. Um, and I had to join at a later stage and just kind of wing it from there. Um, and I think the first season it was the everyone had the issue of you know everyone started and then like dispersed into random directions and mm-hmm. just kind of did their own thing for the most part coming back to the shopping district but there wasn't a lot of interaction other than like the pvp event and the, mm-hmm. um a couple of other events i guess um and i sort of was very guilty of not interacting with other people um but it was mostly because of just being busy it wasn't because i didn't want to (laughs) (laughs) i ended up doing i think i ended up building right next to shopping district so literally actually was in a lot of people's videos um (laughs) but i ended up going with uh i I had no idea at first and then i uh, i like built an underground base and then i just saw something that inspired me to start building the like those japanese cherry blossom trees Mm mm-hmm and I ended up going with like a Japanese theme for my base mm-hmm. um, for no particular reason other than just a random inspiration. And then, I th- I, yeah, I think towards the end of the season, I got busy again in real life and I kind of had to just miss a, a lot of the events. Mm-hmm. Um, and then season two was, I think, a weird one for everyone. It was a bit of a short season between updates on Minecraft. Um ended up just embracing the mushroom island because everyone was turning it into grassland. So I built a whole bunch of mushrooms and <laughs> made that my base. Um, but again, there wasn't, wasn't any reason for it. And then <laughs> season three, as soon as I saw the cave clan, like I was, the, everyone was throwing around ideas for clans. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I knew there were, one of the updates was caves and, or cliff, cliffs and caves and i was interested in the caves so i thought what you know what lives in caves dwarves are too mainstream at the moment with lord of the rings so let me do moles <laughs> and i try to get everyone to join the mole clan but literally nobody did um, <laughs> no 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 hard feelings you know that's not true except, except for except for quite a lot of hard feelings oh, um <laughs> <laughs> So I, I like was very keen to sign up for that caves clan, and I, I feel like I have managed to swing a bit of story into it this season as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, I think that's that's it for my journey. What I so far, what I find interesting, the the one regret that I I have from season two because I didn't I didn't put out these videos, is I have videos of you and a certain neighbor of yours not getting along very well drag yep yep (laughs) so i mean we built a a, he built a gigantic dragon over my well i I, I can't remember how it started actually i think i was i was just growing spruce trees and i had no intention of the pods all spreading but he got very upset with that yes he did and then he fenced off his area. Yep. And then I completed the fence and started breaking away stuff that was hanging over the fence. Yep. Um, or decorating and things then, that were hanging over the yeah. fence. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then he like this one build that he'd been working on forever for and creative was a dragon mm-hmm. whose tail hung over my base mm-hmm. like not even just over the fence just <laughs> absolutely most of my base yes you know yep um so i was like troge we need to i need your help and we built a fire mm-hmm. under the tail <laughs> and i think that's how like troge sort of was winding down his episode or you know even close to the end of the season we like sat on the chairs there <laughs> <laughs> looking watching the, the watching the tail cook <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i do have a i have a, a video somewhere that I, I again i do regret not putting up last season of I believe someone calling me a minion of Dracolises and I'm standing on a mountain <laughs> just not having the, the bow and arrow fight, but watching you two shoot each other. I'm oh, like, right. I could have shot oh, you right. like 17 times by now, but I'm the minion <laughs> of Dracolis. Okay. <laughs> Turn it into a short <laughs> It'll be a hit. <laughs> So I think mm-hmm. the one thing that I do, I think season two, I kind of, well, the, the one thing I regret about my interrealms mm-hmm. or journey is that I kind of blew all my ideas for pranks in season one. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I've started to think about pranks again, but season two, I like had nothing. I like do random little things while mm-hmm. people are online, but I think I got trojan with most of my prank ideas, unfortunately. Yeah, you did. I still love the uh, um, the random soil that would pop up. I thought that was great. That was my favorite. That, that was one of my greatest moments. That, that was great. <laughs> and and you taught me like like literally. I go back to watch that video because I go, how many how many blocks can a piston push? There it is. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, useful. <laughs> it is. It absolutely is. Yay. <laughs> Did you you put out a video for that? So yeah, if you guys aren't aware, go check out Where's Lee's channel. He's got a prank where he pushes a random bit of dirt just up on a was it a timer? Yeah, there was a timer. No, so it would. Um, yeah, yeah, there was a timer. Sorry, there that was, was a, a timer, timer, but it was limited with black piston push limit yep. to only do one block. Yep. So it couldn't. <laughs> if the timer would go off, it couldn't. She couldn't do it because it was too many but then one troge took that thing away because it was like right in front of one of his base doors <laughs> <laughs> he would knock it down and then all of a sudden no one else like would be on it would just later. do it again <laughs> and it drove him bananas it was such a good one and then the, the, pig, the pig powered pig. one was quite <laughs> uh, yeah, the pig powered one was just because of how random it was he like didn't know yep. he couldn't really commit time to being like where is this happening <laughs> Yeah, and I laugh because actually I've seen other people take that idea of the pig powered. Um, so he's he, so Wesley has another prank where it's a pig that hits pressure plates randomly. That's why it was so random. The pig would just lived, and there's a pressure plate. It would do something. I don't remember exactly what it did. You have to go watch the video. To, to, to it shot rockets off. I think <laughs> something. But they, they should go watch your videos to find this out. And then true. Sorry. No, sorry. it's fine. <laughs> trying to help. No. Um, it would. I've seen people take that same. Uh, thing now and run like a uh, a sugarcane farm off of that <laughs> so instead of having uh you know an observer and all this stuff you just throw a chicken or a, a, i think this a person did a, a villager and they just walk around and every time they hit the pressure plate it kicks off 
So I mean, it's probably it probably can be quite useful. I guess. Yeah, yeah. If you if observers are expensive, if you can't get to the Nether right away yeah. and get that quartz, there you go. Sure. <laughs> but we all go to the Nether, so whatever. But anyway. <laughs> well, I think we've talked a lot about your your favorite moments from the last three worlds. Gosh, I can't believe that. Um, it, I would be remiss, I think, if I didn't mention the, the theme song that Wesley wrote as well. I think you guys should go check that one out for the Chum Bucket. Oh. <laughs> Not going to do it, no. <laughs> but uh, this question I just like to ask, and it's, it's oddly worded, so interpret it as you want. But other than yourself, who is your favorite Interrail member and why? Or like, if you could um, be in someone else's shoes for a week or something, who, who would you choose on the Interrealms? Well... First of all, myself is not my favorite interrealms person. What? <laughs> I've had someone answer but, myself, so you know. <laughs> Key is just to not to schmooze you in any way, but I think you are—you seem like a really cheerful person, <laughs> and I would like to—I would like to harness that level of cheer. You know, a very just a really friendly dude. Well, thank you. <laughs> I really admire that. Thank you. So you are my answer. <laughs> oh, well, my gosh, you're the first one. Everyone else that I've interviewed has said someone else, but thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> and I, I try. I fake it a lot, you know. <laughs> fake it till you make exactly. it. Fake it until you get mentioned as the answer on a podcast. There you go. There you go. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. <laughs> sure. We were talking about YouTube earlier and why you got into YouTube, but if you could give someone that wants to start YouTube a little bit of advice, what would it be? Um, I think it would be what I said earlier with the, um, well, first of all, I think it would be, you know, don't get into something just because it seems to be doing well, mm -hmm. because that would probably mean it's pretty saturated. Right. Sure. Um, I think it would be find something that you, like a game that you are really, or Speaking as a getting into YouTube in the gaming front, I guess, mm -hmm. um, find a game that you really enjoy, but that you can see yourself enjoying for a long time. Mm -hmm. Because once you start making content for it, it, it can take away some of the enjoyment from that game. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you can find that and it's not in a saturated market, but it is in a, you know, a possibly a growing market. Mm -hmm. then pursue that and like especially if if you can find a game that's just released or about to release that you know you're going to be enjoying and mm -hmm. you can start making videos on it and you can get ahead of the curve as far as you know if you want to do tutorial videos do that if you want to do a playthrough do that but if you can keep up there when people are searching for that um and you're not going to get burnout on that and you can keep pumping out content, I think that would be the right way to go. Mm -hmm. I wish I'd listened to that. Yeah. <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I do have one more question from the fans. And right. this question was asked way long ago, so I'm going to expand it a bit. But it says, Lee seems to be fishing even in lava. And if you guys haven't caught his videos, you need to, first of all, go catch them. They are fantastically <laughs> funny. You need to watch them. But he, uh, you fished in water once. I believe there was, there was one time. <laughs> the rest of the time was like in an end portal. 
But I think I was physically in the water the one other time. <laughs> you were on a pillar, I think. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. You were on a pillar. But there, there you go, Lee. Hey, I think, you, I think you've got your next one. You're going to be in the water <laughs> fishing onto the land. I think that's perfect. <laughs> um, we had what we had. We had end portal, lava on a yeah. pillar no no i was because i think Swim park commented that i'm in the water fishing for bugs oh no I, I, I might have been on a boat i can't remember but i was fishing for bugs on the land to use as bait that was his comment <laughs> so i think i've i fished on the land i fished on lava i fished mm-hmm. on the, in an end portal I well you fished, fished you fished in, not only into lava but you fished in lava yep that one as well yep, that's the one i was forgetting um i fished in another game in my last video of well, of course, of course. <laughs> um, so, with all these yeah. these fishing in not water places, what are you expecting to catch? <laughs> well, actually, the first question is why, and second of question is what what did you did you catch anything in there? First of all, what I'm expecting to catch is new viewers. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, don't forget to like and subscribe. Absolutely. <laughs> and, Click and, that and link in the description. Video, um... Give them a subscribe. Please, please. <laughs> um, as far as why goes, I don't know. it. After the one video, like I, I fished in the one video and I was like, you know, that was, uh, I, I kind of liked that intro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it like zoomed in on me. It was just a normal fishing in the water, I think. And I was like, that's, I quite like that. And then I was like, wait, how can I change this up? (laughs) (laughs) And that's, I guess, the wow of why so many random spots. (laughs) (laughs) It did make me nostalgic, honestly, for for season two, where um, a couple of us would just sit there for literally hours and just fish. Yeah. (laughs) Because we were on an island, and what do you do but hang out with your buddies and fish? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, once you like, everyone sort of uses fishing at the start of a of a Minecraft world, and then you never sort of go back to it. I know, right? Yeah. Actually, I don't think I yeah, fished. I like all. fishing in real life, so <laughs> there you go. Why not? <laughs> well, everyone, that was our interview with Wesley again. Wesley, thank you so much for your time today. I really, truly appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Kigas. I'm sorry it's taken three seasons to get this done but it was really fun and also sorry for just absolutely running off on a tangent no that's what this is for that's what this injuries is for. i know right um again guys if you could please 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 if you have if you're listening to this on your favorite podcast uh, platform of choice and they have the option of rating reviewing subscribing downloading all those things we'd really appreciate it it's you know again like i said last time it's all about that algorithm we're trying to get our name out there and if you just do those little things of subscribing um if you can rate us do it if you want to leave a comment and tell us how bad this episode was i'd really appreciate that um and just even the downloads help so tell your friends and family just uh, it doesn't matter if they want to listen just download it we'd really appreciate it anyway that's my shameless plug for the podcast but again thanks so much for everyone for listening and we'll catch you the next one bye-bye everybody bye Kiggers, I need to apologize to you. I kind of sideswiped all of these questions. My bad.